guys, welcome back. Today I want to talk about a man uh, by the name of Demas. And we see in that name Demas actually is a shortened form of Demetrius. But we see his name in three places in scripture. Two places they have something in common. That is in the letters of Colossians as well as Philemon. We see his name there. And these names are in common because they are written to, uh, I'm sorry, to the people to whom it is written to. They are the residents of Colos, that is the church that is in Colossae, as well as Philemon, who is a native of Colos or Colossae. Okay, so that's that which they have in common. And then we see a final mention of it in the book of Timothy, that is 2 Timothy, one of Paul's, one of Paul's final epistles. All right. But let's just take a brief look at that and see what it is that we can garner from this uh, man. What does the scripture say to us in his name and even about him? So when we look in, let's take the first look at his name in the book of Colossians. Uh, that would be chapter four and verse 14. And it says, Luke, the beloved physician, sends you his greetings and also Demas. And this is based where we see the epistle of Paul. Remember, uh, with respect to both these epistles that we are quoting in Colossians as well as Philemon, these are Paul, a part of Paul's prison epistles. That is, in Paul's first Roman, epi first Roman imprisonment, Paul wrote these epistles. And so what we see in Colossians, and I tell you what, before we even make a statement on that, let's go to uh, Philemon. Verse number 24. Remember, Philemon doesn't have any chapter, so it's only basically a one chapter epistle. So in verse 24, we see what? As do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, Luke, my fellow Workers. And this is basically we see in the salute, in the greetings that Paul is giving as he is pretty much saying goodbye. In both these letters, in Colossians as well as in Philemon, Paul is um, writing to these particular people, that is to Colossians, the church, as well as to the person, Philemon. He is saying, these people are with me. And they are saying, hey, how you doing? And goodbye. Or we can even say it this way. Tell them that I said hello. We see that Demas is a part of these, uh, the number of the names of people who are in this particular greeting saying hello. Tell them I said hello. So what we see is concerning Demas is that he was apparently a very zealous co-worker alongside of Paul. He was one of Paul's early first co-workers. And also we see, as we just stated earlier, that what Colossians and Philemon is a part of Paul's prison, in prison epistles is that Demas was along with Paul in the fight. He was along with Paul in the work that is in the work of Christ. So we see Demas and the, and the scriptures doesn't go into a lot of details. It just simply gives us a brief picture in the book of Philemon and Colossians that at one time Demas was a fellow co-worker with Paul. And let me say this, 
By the very mention of his name in the scripture, you have to think about what's going on. This is the word of God. What an honor it is to be mentioned personally in the scripture that your name should forever be kept in the word of God in this manner, in this manner. So what we have is for the most part, we would simply call it like a thumbs up, you know, even Jesus spoke of how uh, the woman who washed his feet uh, that she should be forever spoken of in a memorial in the word of God. So this is a great and high honor and privilege for your name to be kept and maintained in the word of God. And for Demas, a fellow worker with Paul, one who has enjoined in the work of Christ, his name to be recalled in this manner is a wonderful thing. Would, would not any of us, any of us, I would have loved if God had chosen me and kept my name, not in a, a sense of self glory, but in a, it's like a, a, a thing of remembrance before the Lord, even that all of my own fellow workers and brothers and sisters in Christ will see and even be encouraged to continue in the work of God. But that's not the end of the story with the demons. But what we do see here concerning demons is his faithfulness so far in the work of Christ in his relationship with God. But this sadly to say is not the final word. The final mention that we have for Demas is in second Timothy chapter four. And we remember when Paul wrote second Timothy chapter four, this is uh, of the second Roman epistles. This is the second Roman in prison. It is at this time in the writing of second Timothy that we know Paul will not get out of prison like he did in the first writing in that first Roman uh, in prison. Paul will not get out of prison. It is at this particular time that Paul, according to uh, tradition, Paul would later on be beheaded by Nero. Okay, so Paul would be left, as he'll say in this epistle, he would be left by those fellow workers. But we are talking about Demas. So let's just go and see what the last word is concerning Demas. So let's go to um, verse number nine. As Paul speaks to Timothy, he says, make every effort to come to me soon. For Demas, having loved this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia. Titus to Dalmatia, only Luke is with me. So Paul is seeking the accompaniment of Timothy, requesting that Timothy should come to him at this time. And those who were fellow workers having different reasons for leaving him. Notice what he says. He says that Titus has gone to Dalmatia. Nothing negative is said about that. Then he, then he says, Crescens is going to Galatians. Nothing negative is said about that. But let's go back to what our main point is. Demas, what did he say? Demas, having loved this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. 
Look at the final word concerning the final picture concerning Demas. Demas loving this present world. You know, it kind of takes my mind back to when our master said in the parables concerning the kingdom about the sowing of the word of God, how that it is like the word can be like a seed that is cast amongst weed and, and, and thorns and thistles and that the seed growing up, but the seed cannot really grow up and actually be produ productive in the fullest of sense because it is choked out. And Jesus says this choking out comes because of the cares for this world. And so what do we see concerning the life of Demas? Demas started out well, but Demas did not finish well. The love and concern for the world, the love, and this is what takes my mind back to what John said in 1 John chapter 2. What did he say? Do not love the world. Don't love the world and neither the things that are in the world. And what are the things that are in the world that takes the affections and the attention of people who are trying to follow after Jesus? What is it in the world that takes us from following after Christ? What does he say? the lust of the flesh, the desires of the flesh. This includes all forms of sexual immorality. Then what? The lust of the eyes or the desires of the eyes. That is when we look at all of the stuff that is in the world, you see people with the big houses and people with the nice cars and all of this. These are the lust, the things that the eyes see and can be attracted by. And then he said the pride in life itself, the pride of life. Why? He said, for all the things that are in the world, these things are passing away. But the one who does the will of God remains forever. The one who abides, the one who remains, the one who continues to follow after Christ, this one abides forever. And when we look at the life of Demas, all we can say about his life is he started so well. Look at how in the book of Colossians, in the epistle to Philemon, how his name is written among the fellow workers of Paul. And then by the time we get to the end, it is a bad thing. It is a bad picture that we have of Demas. What? It shows demon, Demas not as, how should I say, I don't want to say successful, but I do want to say faithful. As a faithful follower of Christ, it shows him as the one who has deserted Jesus. And he has deserted Jesus in a most heartbreaking way. Notice what he said, because notice the Lord Jesus came to save us out of this world. And notice where Demas has ended up back. He is back into the world. What did Paul say? Having loved this present world, what did he do? He deserted me. He deserted the work. Seemingly, he deserted Christ. And so we have a really awful and heartbreaking picture of Demas. And notice, even as Paul was saying these things, 
This is where Paul said in 2 Timothy, and now, now let's go back up to this point here. Paul, in speaking of his own ministry, knowing that he himself is about to die and knowing that his work has come to an end. Remember, this is Paul in his second Roman, second Roman imprisonment where he is going to die. Look at what Paul speaks and says about his own work. Verse numbers, and I hate when people misuse this verse, but verse number seven of second Timothy chapter four, I have fought the good fight. Notice he didn't say I have fought a good fight, the good fight that is fighting for Jesus, fighting in, con in having a contention with the world, the world against Christ. And Paul is saying, and I was on the Lord's side and I remained on the Lord's side. I remain engaged in the fight. I remain there. That's the idea. And notice what he said. I have fought the good fight. And what else? I have finished the course. Not only the course predestined for his life, but the course of all Christian. And what Paul is speaking of is finishing the course is remaining faithful, remaining faithful throughout all of his trials, throughout all of his testing, throughout all of the difficulties and the tribulations of his life. I have finished. So we can see that sense of not only just simply faithfulness, but success. Why? Because success is measured by faithfulness. You succeed when you remain faithful. And then what does Paul finish up and says, and I have kept the faith. That is his fidelity to the truth. Paul did not skirt the truth of God. He did not skirt the doctrines that have been given to him by the Holy Spirit and even by Christ himself. Paul remained true to the word. He remained unbending. Paul did not change what he was saying in order to be a people pleaser so that he could gain more people. Paul speaks of his success in the form of faithfulness and all of this. This is what you need to see. All of this is in contrast to Demas. Paul did what? Again, he fought the good fight. Demas did not. He finished the course. Demas did not. He kept the faith. Demas did not. And what did we see Paul doing? Even to the very end of his life, to the point where he had to do what? Lay down his life for Christ. He continued in his faithfulness to Christ. But contrast that with Demas. Demas, loving the world, he left and departed. Which brings is really to the question about what it is to follow after Jesus. And let me say this, the longer, a personal testimony, the longer I have been with the Lord, we can even understand and we understand it properly that the Lord has kept me. What did you say now unto him who is able to keep us from falling? But nevertheless, what does Paul say again in Philippians 2? Work out your own salvation. You have a responsibility in this thing as well. 
As long as I have been with the Lord, my relationship with Christ has only grown deeper. My love for the Lord as the Lord has taught me in the word and has grown me up by his spirit and kept me. My love for God, my devotion to Christ has only become deeper and deeper. And if, and this is where, I, and this is the very reason why I make this video. Are you becoming more like Paul or are you becoming like Demas? Is the world beginning to attract you more and more? The things in this world, the stuff and all of the, the, the weeds that can grow up and choke the word of God out of you. Are you becoming entangled more and more in all of that and your love for Jesus growing cold? Or is your love like Paul? Is it deepening and widening and the fathoming of your love, the depths of your love can is becoming greater and greater. What are you becoming as you yourself get older and older? Is the love of Jesus a sweeter song, the most sweetest song that you've ever heard in your life? Or is it, well, it's okay. You don't feel like you used to feel and you're not the person that you once were. Remember what Demas was when we once saw Demas in the beginning? Oh man, it was all good. But notice when we saw Demas at the end, it was bitterness. Are you Demas?